This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace your own financial, tax, legal, or financial product advice. Hex is such a wild thing. And today on the podcast, Zari is back. She's going to talk about whether we need to pay this off or not. Now, I need to thank Shopback. Shopback have really got behind Jed Zen Money with what we're trying to do. And it's just such an amazing service that you can install a web browser plugin into your web browser. And when you're browsing online, shopping online, it will alert you to the sites that can actually use Shopback so you can get cash back in your account. There are thousands of retailers that you shop back. So what have you got to lose? You've only got money to gain. Thank you so much Shopback for really getting behind Gen Z money. I personally really appreciate everything that you've done for us. And we can't uh, do this podcast without Shopback, our show partner. So thank you to Shopback. Check out the link in the show notes if you are new and you'll see there's a $10 introductory bonus for those new to Shopback. All right, let's enjoy this episode. Bye. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode. Today, we're going to be talking about whether or not you should be making extra repayments on your hex debt. Now, if you are like most lucky Australians, you probably do have a nice hex debt sitting there waiting to be paid off. And of course, no one likes carrying debt, so it's natural to want to get that paid down as soon as possible. And it's a pretty common question to ask, should I be making any extra repayments to my hex debt? So before I get into whether or not you should be doing this, and obviously I don't know exactly whether or not you should be doing this, this is not financial advice. I cannot see you, the person that is listening to this podcast, and ask you questions about your financial situation, but this is just a bit of a general heads up so that you can make your own decision. So obviously, as you would know, HEX is somewhat of a student loan system that Australia has. However, the loan isn't charged interest like your typical personal loan or your car loan or your mortgage would be. A lot of people say that a HEX debt is the best debt you will ever have because of this. Now, it is indexed, which means that a small amount of money is added to your debt each year just to keep it in line with inflation. I won't go too heavily into the details of that, but overall just know that your HEX isn't growing at an exponential rate in the same way that, say, a credit card debt would be. Now, this debt, you don't have to start paying it back straight away. You do have to start paying this debt back once you earn over a certain amount. I believe this financial year, it's around $46,600. Once you start earning over that money, you do have to start paying some of your debt back. But this doesn't have to be a personal payment that you're making from your own bank account. Generally, your employer will be putting this money aside to pay HEX for you. Now, in terms of when you're required to actually start paying back your HEX, as you may know, there are income thresholds for this. So I think this financial year, it's around $46,600. Once you start earning over that amount, you are obliged to start paying a portion of your HEX debt back. Now, the amount that you have to pay back each year has nothing to do with how big your debt is. It is all to do with how much you earn. So let's say you and your friend both earn $70,000, but you have a $20,000 hex debt and your friend has a $120,000 hex debt. You will both pay back the same amount each year. They'll obviously be paying that amount for a lot longer than you because they have a lot more of a debt to pay off. But overall, you'll be paying back the same amount. This is because the amount of hex that you pay back is a portion of your income. 
So you can check out those charts on the Study Assist website. This is really, really helpful, really self-explanatory. So just using the figures as of the 1st of July 2020, if you're earning $65,000 before tax, so your gross income, you can go to this chart and find your repayment bracket. So for someone earning $65,000, this means that 3.5% of your gross income must go towards paying off HEX. So in this instance, that's $2,275 per year will be going to paying off your HEX debt. So that's just a really simple overview of how HEX works. It kind of just starts paying itself back. You just got to let your employer know that you have it and they'll generally keep that sorted out for you. Now, the amount of HEX that the average Australian has in Australia is about $20,000, according to figures that were released in the 2017 financial year. That was a while ago now, so I imagine that number is actually much larger, especially in light of the recent changes to the costs of certain degrees, which you may have seen in the news. Now, I just want to reiterate that it's really important to not feel bad about having a hex debt. A hex debt is generally a reflection that you're investing in yourself, you're investing in further education, and that will almost always align with you earning more money in the future. This is not the kind of debt that you need to be having keep you up at night uh, like some other toxic debts are. And I'm telling you, most of the really high-earning, successful people I know have a hex debt, even those that work in finance, and it's, it's honestly nothing to be ashamed of. And one thing I want to note is that all of these people that I know personally do not make any extra repayments to hex, and this is also my strategy. I have absolutely no interest in putting any of my extra hard-earned money towards paying off my hex debt because it doesn't make any sense to do that. Now, there are a few reasons for this. Now, first of all, as I said, hex has no interest. It is indexed with CPI, which is a small amount of, I think, around 1.8% a year, really nothing large. So it's not like your loan is going to be compounding hugely over time. Secondly, there is no time limit on paying back your HEX, so there's no major hurry there. Obviously, you won't have to pay that back until you're earning a certain amount of money, so no point worrying about it before then. Your HEX debt will die with you. If you were to pass away tomorrow, your parents or your children or whoever will not have to worry about paying that loan off for you. Once you die, that HEX loan no longer exists. Another great thing is that having a hex debt does not impact your ability to get a home loan. When they're assessing you for your debts and they're looking at how much credit card debt or personal loan or car loan debt you have, they're really not looking at the size of your hex debt. What they may look at potentially is how much money, how much of your income is going towards paying off your hex. Um, if it's a really, really small amount, they might just say, look, just pay that off because it means that you're going to get a bit of a pay rise once you no longer have a hex debt. But this isn't super common. It's really not something to worry about in terms of applying for a home loan. It's really much more important to be paying off other debts like personal loans and credit cards. Now, you may have heard that there are extra benefits or incentives to pay off your loan sooner. This was the case a few years ago. I think when I started, there was an incentive where if you paid an extra, I think $500 off your HEX debt, the government would match that. Something along those lines doesn't matter anymore because that has all been scrapped. There are no longer any government incentives to pay off your hex debt sooner. That has all been discontinued in 2017. 
So those are a few reasons why I personally don't make any extra contributions to my hex debt. Other debts are almost always, you know, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and say they will always have a higher interest rate than your hex and it's really, really important that you focus on paying these down far sooner than you focus on paying down your hex. These are the kind of debts that will affect your credit rating, that will impact your ability to get a home loan. So for me personally, I could be putting, you know, an extra hundred bucks a week onto my hex debt, but I'd much rather use that money to make money. So if the indexation of my hex is 1.8%, but the share market's getting on average, you know, 7-8% a year, I know where I'd rather be putting my money. For you, it could be more valuable that you're having that money be put aside to buy a house, to start a business, to travel, absolutely anything is probably going to be a more worthy pursuit than paying off your hex earlier. Now, if you're at university and you're looking at grad jobs or if you're working part-time, you're looking to go full-time, I would always recommend jumping onto something like paycalculator.com, putting in your gross earnings, so your before-tax earnings, clicking the hex box, and that'll give you an idea of how much of your income will actually be going towards paying off hex, how much tax you'll be paying, how much super you'll be earning. Just in general, it's always a good idea if you're going to start earning a good full-time wage to get an idea of where all that money is going to go. I hope this episode was helpful and put your mind at ease when it comes to Hex. If you have Hex or if you're going to be taking out Hex soon, welcome to the club. You're one of many. And as I said, it is honestly nothing to stress about. Just focus on getting your education, getting into that career you really want to get into, and you can worry about the rest later. If you enjoyed this episode and you haven't already subscribed, make sure you do that. And I will see you in the next ep. We acknowledge the dark and young people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits, and pay respect to their elders, past and present. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Simo Interactive, Proprietary Limited, the publisher of the podcast, is an authorised representative of Money Sherpa, Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services licence 451289.